What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees, and you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Clark Schmidt, and welcome back to the newest episode of the boys of 161st Street. Another roll call episode coming at you. This episode is all about Chad Green, the goose. Goose. I don't know. That's what people call him, I guess. Is that his name? Chad Green. Let's talk about him. He was sent down. He was sent back up. What's he up to now? I don't know. Let's talk. Quick little shout out before we get to the episode. Jay Stevens for leaving us a review on the the uh, the podcast uh, Apple Podcasts. He said that if this intro song doesn't get you hyped up, listen to the Yankees. You're not a true fan whatsoever, and I could not I agree. agree more. He's right. Also, quick shout out to our newest patrons of our Patreon account. That is. Leany, Dermot, Michael, and Olivia. Shout out, guys. Appreciate your support. And if you guys want to subscribe to our Patreon, all live episodes will be in there. Uh, yep. Well, all, when we figure out technology, which they will be figured out very soon. Uh, but all live episodes will be put up there on patreon.com slash 161boys. Make sure you subscribe there. Only $2 a month gets you a ton of live episodes, live free game shows, Every episode is recorded live there. You can interact with us. Live pregame shows, live trivia, also giveaways once a month. We partnered up with Ice and My Pinstripes. Shout out Ice and My Pinstripes. He's got some fire stuff, vintage Yankees gear. I'm going to get a ton of his stuff, honestly. So you guys are going to have to get into a bidding war with me because he's putting out new stuff and he sells it in a second. So, But every month they're giving away stuff there. So a lot of cool stuff for just two bucks a month. Definitely get a, get uh get involved get involved with us. So Chad Green, before Chad we get Green. into Chad Green, how are we doing, boys? You know what? I'm doing pretty well considering the circumstances. Doing the concern, really well. the circumstances. It's 12 a.m. <laughs> and I'm doing fantastic. Let's talk about Chad Green. I'm excited. Murph, how are you doing? Doing all right, man. Hanging in there. <laughs> ah, Murph. Technology's wild, stu- man. <laughs> We didn't want to talk about it. It's kind of embarrassing, but yeah, you know, whatever. Shows, join, join shows, four people. Oh, sorry. Shows we're trying. I was gonna. Yeah, we're trying. It's hard to get four people in sync on virtual okay. shenanigans. It's but coming. We figured it just out. Wait. Yep. Just at this pace, loading. we'll have it all up and running by like April of 2026. <laughs> <laughs> to give it a to give it a Yankees timeline, we'll have it by like oh yeah late summer into late summer. <laughs> late, summer. <laughs> late summer, so you can expect it October next year okay so chad green yeah what, do you what are us? what are our thoughts i'm so curious on your guys's thoughts about chad green because i have my thoughts and i i don't even know how the public perception is of him so let's let's dive into it let's assign a public perception for him right now murph start us off is the unsung hero of the bullpen wow that's bold tell is me why unsung? is it tell us no he is he is unsung let me give you a little story about like the first time that I recognized that Chad Green existed, I went to a Yankees Red Sox game ooh, 
three or four years ago. Sonny Gray was the starting pitcher that day for mm. reference. And I was sitting next to the Yankees bullpen in right field of Fenway. And I looked, you know, down at the bullpen and I saw somebody that just kind of looked like he was like first infantry in the military. And I kind of assumed that he was a bullpen catcher. And then all of a sudden, like the seventh or eighth inning rolled around and he started warming up. I was like, huh, interesting. Turns out it was Chad Green. Well, I'll tell you my Chad Green story that sticks out in my head is uh, 2017 wild card when Sebi shit the bed, and here comes Chad Green with giant brass nuts, sets him right out on the mound, gets us out of the jam. I think he threw two and two-thirds innings that day. Just, I, I mean, that's why I don't really think of him as unsung. I think that was kind of his coming out party. And now I think people just expect so much. It's just a, it's a, it's a love-hate relationship because he has stretches where he just forgets how to do anything. But when he's on, which is like 95% of the season, he is one of the top relievers in baseball. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's absolutely. the question I wanted to ask you guys. Because when you do look at his numbers, his numbers have been great. I mean, last year, his expected batting average against is 161, which is the top 2% of the league. He's pretty much a, a two-pitch pitcher. Uh, he, he, people are going to be a little bit mad about that maybe, I guess. like That's one knock on him. But like one of the best pitchers of all time is a two-pitch pitcher. So well, when you look at that, he fastball. uses the 73% of the time he uses his fastball. And his curveball is the other pitch, and he used that 25% of the time. His fastball is weird to me, and I wanted to bring that up to you guys, is because his fastball is seemingly dominant, but it's an average of 95.5, which is seeming, it's kind of low for the fastball-dominant pitchers. The fastball. Yeah, it's, it's very like interesting to, to look at. Life, my friend. No, it's, just, it's just weird. It's, I think he's one of those guys who you look at, and it's just like, He's deceptively fast. Is one of those exactly. his ninety five looks like, he, like ninety nine. That's what. That's why? the Glasnow thing. Can we figure? Like, no, no, no. Glasnow is different, and I want to tell you why. Because Glasnow, no, I know he's has different. The, he had the shoulder thing, and he can't throw it straight. I get it. But no, like, no, 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 no. Stop. Glasnow, his delivery is the shortest in the MLB delivery, like to the plate. Like when he released the release point to the plate is the shortest in MLB. You can look it up. I know you are. And no, I. Come I'm, back to me I'm when you figure out the answer. That up. But no, you're right. You're absolutely right because I have. I also know that. But he, the reason that Glasnow throws weird is because he had some kind of sh- elbow or shoulder problem or something in high school where he physically can't like throw a fastball straight. So he throws. I did it hear with, that. It has like life on it because of whatever injury he had in high school. They talked about it a bunch during the playoffs. Not that that's what Chad Green has, but like it's kind of the Glasnow effect where you don't necessarily have to throw hot Jordan Hicks or Oldest Chapman 102, 105 mile an hour fastballs for your fastball to be effective. And Chad Green has the same kind of effect where he has an effective fastball regardless. You can be a two-pitch pitcher, and that could be a knock, but if it works, it works. And especially out of the bullpen, it works. Well, Chad Green has seen him. Well, Chad well, Green's you guys also are saying his fastball is just to set it jumps on you. Yeah, it's only 95, 96. I think he gets up to like 97, 98 on a good day, but it literally out of his hand, it looks like it's just singing the pop. 
Like it's just there, you know, and I, and that's another thing I've noticed in that game I was telling you about where he was kind of the hero of, in my opinion, probably the most important player in that 2017 wildcard. And I'm a DD lover through and through. We all know that. But if Chad Green doesn't come in and save the day there with the strikeouts, and he did that all on fastballs. And I think that's just because of how deceptively fast it is. It jumps up on you. But but Chad Green isn't really a strikeout pitcher. Like, yeah, well, actually, I looked that up. In among all relievers from 2018 to 2020, he was 22, I think, in K's per nine, which isn't amazing, but that's with a hundred innings pitched in those two years. And then think about how many relievers there are. There's a fucking million of them. So he's he's in the upper echelon of strikeouts. It was almost 12 K's per nine, and I just think it's not like. People are just like so blown away by it. It's just like I said, it's deceptively fast. It sneaks up on you. You're late on it. And that's what causes a lot of weak pop-ups and a lot of people just late on the high fastball. And that's what's going to make a miss. Can I ask? He, he is a strikeout guy. Sorry. I'm not normally a stack guy. I just found one that's completely relevant to this and take last year out of it, short in season, whatever. He was top 10% of the league in strikeout percentage. That's what I'm saying. Okay. In 2019, 2018, and 2017. In 2017, sorry, I just want to make sure like this isn't like a loaded stat. I'm wrong. Threw, I'll admit it. No, no, it, <laughs> no, it isn't even a loaded stat. He threw as much in 2017 as 2018 and 2019, and he had a 40% strikeout percentage. Which is great. He is a strikeout pitcher. Okay. I, I, I just had a question. I wanted to know what like, – Explain to me how a fastball is sneaky fast. That's all I want to know because I know it's a thing. And I know it's a thing for everybody. And I, here's the thing. I know it's a thing with lefties specifically because it tails and all that stuff. He's a righty. And it seems like his fastball is seemingly straight. So I, I just explain, try to explain to me but, and to the listeners what, what makes his fastball sneaky fast. Well, if you put it in the right I spot, actually, if you put it in the right spot and you're accurate with your pitches – then you're pitching that makes you accurate, not sneaky fast. Yes, but that that makes you that makes you put the ball exactly where you want it, meaning that it's like there's no there's no error. Like you're putting it exactly where the plan is. You have command. Yes, but when you does have the, that make you sneaky fast? No. Okay. Then you're sneaky, not you're not sneaky, answering the question. But sneaky fast is all. About, I didn't ask you if you had command. Sneaky fast is all about delivery and. Like yeah, delivery angle of the arm. I feel like he's the most like regular pitcher. Like there are funky oh, deliveries out there, Tyler Glasnow, etc. Well, he no, seems like a pretty pretty regular. He can also throw a hard ball. He though. hides the ball well. I, wait, it's that's a, wait, hold on, hold on. That that that's another thing. Like when people, I these are two of my baseball questions I have, and I pitch too, and people say it all the time, and like. There's one thing, it's sneaky fast, and he throws a heavy ball. Heavy ball. Both, it's a real thing. I know, hold on, but like, it's not. It's Isn't so, it? it's so not a thing. a real thing. Yes, it is. 100% is a real thing. What, what makes his ball heavier if it's 95 <laughs> and a half miles per hour? I, I, I think any way you slice that up, it's the same. All right, there's no real. I'm trying to. I haven't heard a real explanation. Okay, I'm sure the listeners let me try. also don't let hear me try. the right thing. There's no real stat, there's no, there's no statistic. There's no anything to prove a heavy ball versus anything else. It's just <laughs> it's hard just to explain. Making things up. But it's just the way that like the catcher it hits the catcher's glove. You can tell if it's a heavy ball or not. It's just it's just the way it's hit. I so know it's the catcher's you mitt. Know what I mean? 
So you got a good catcher with a no, nice piece of leather. No, it's not the catcher. It's not the catcher. It's the way they throw it and the way the ball hits the glove. You can determine it's a heavy ball. It's a real thing. Does anybody have it a is. real reason? Murph? There's no math. I, 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 I genuinely have it. a real reason. Wow. Yeah, okay, go. I am Murph to go first. I am Sir No Stats. I am a strict No Stat guy. I just happen to have stumbled upon this great website that's like analyzing pitch vertical Please. movement, horizontal movement. It's called Baseball Savant. I know the website. Everybody up. knows the website. You're a caveman. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like the I website. Because I'm not a stat guy. I don't care. It's that fan graphs and baseball reference. Those are the three. But oh, continue. Oh, yeah. I know Sorry. fan graphs and baseball reference. Obviously. Go ahead. Anyway, this one. I've never been on this website my entire life. I'm not a stat guy. <laughs> but it's really cool, his four-seamer vertical movement is in the two and a half percentile, and it has a value of 16% versus average, mm. which I don't know. Sounds good. Um, over the past good. two years, which basically means it's essentially a rising fastball. His vertical movement yeah. is in the two and a half percentile, meaning he has no vertical movement. Meaning it, meaning it goes up. No, if, if it, he's in the lowest so percentile, it, it, means he like has no movement. It's indicated by red and blue. So, like blue means it. Blue means it doesn't break as much. So like his curveball is in the negative two percentile, but. This fastball rises and it's Watch him pitch. This is my pr- best example for you to think about why it sneaks up on you. Think of him throwing a fastball compared to Ottavino. It feels like Ottavino is taking an hour and a half to get to the plate. Chad Green, he's got a short wind up. He usually pitches out of the stretch, and then you'll just see a quick whip in the arm. And okay. then when you whip it, bam. There you go. When you see Ottavino, you know, he's got the long – and I'm not shitting on Ottavino. He's already down. He got traded to the Red Sox. Poor bastard. But, you know, I'm just saying, watch him go to the plate, and it's slow as fuck. There's a reason that people steal bases on him. It's because it's that slow. Watch Chad Green. His arm whips through the zone, and it just – it pops. It's I think quick. you gave me an answer, and that's all I, I want. That I, I can sink my teeth into that, Chandler. I, I think the, the quickness of the delivery, the – how deliberate he is, I think that that plays. I think that I don't think that makes it heavy. I think I think Whatever. it makes I think it makes his fastball sneak up on you for sure. I think that makes sense that I can move on from the heavy fastball. We can revisit that. I you did not have an answer for me. I don't think you will. So don't even try. There Let's is move no on. explanation for heavy ball. You no, seem to know. No, there's no explanation, but it, there is a such thing as heavy. It's a feel thing. I think it's yes. the, I think it's the catcher's glove and the sound it makes. But I digress. I disagree. So, Highly so disagree. We'll talk about All that right. later. That's one of the unwritten baseball things. One thing I did want to point out about Chad Green's fastballs. Now that we're talking about it, is his usage of the fastball. And like I said, last year, seventy-three point nine percent fastball, twenty-four percent curveball. He's got a sinker, 1.2%. That's barely used. I, I wouldn't even consider it a pitch. He probably threw it like twice. But I wanted to bring out something else that was interesting about the usage of the fastball. Since his rookie year in 2016, he used the fastball 36% of the time. In 2017, he moved up to 68%. 2018, he moved up to 86.6%. Then 17 was 77, and now it's 73%. So he spiked his usage of the fastball. I guess he just... People told him that he's got a heavy fastball, and it's like, hey, throw that thing. That thing sneaks up on people, <laughs> so just like use it. And he has he's been using it ever since, and he became a two pitch pitcher. But like we said, that's not a knock on him. Marion Rivera was a two pitch pitcher. He was pretty much a one pitch pitcher, and there's it nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong Especially with it. If you, if you got it, toss it. So he's got it. Are you at all concerned with 
I don't. I can't remember off the top of my head exactly when he got sent down. I think it was 2019. Remember the year that he really struggled, got sent down, got brought brought back up. It was. Either, I think it was the beginning shot. of 2019 where he had like a 12 ERA and got sent down. Yeah. But he came back and he was like Came out. back just fine. That's what I'm saying with my love hate relationship with him. It seems like every month in the 2020 is no exception. Think about against the Mets, we were up by like three or four. And one of those bullshit seven inning double headers, in comes Chad Green, gives up bomb, bomb, bomb. You know, tie game, Mets take the lead. Everybody said this is when we're spiraling, you know, heading back towards 500, which, you know what, if you're not a Yankees fan, you want to bitch at me for that being spiraling, then fuck off. Um, but, you know, I, I'm just saying, he. it seems like every year he has a stretch where he's just forgets how to pitch and i think that's something if you build that into your expectation which is i'm building into my 2021 expectation so i don't get let down there's gonna be two weeks where people figure him out and then he'll come back strong i think as far as my pitching my bullpen hierarchy goes he's still up there with Britton chapman he's still in the top three i was about to ask you guys where do you rank him among the among the the reliever trust tree so you just the answered second. yours. So actually, Chandler, start because you pretty yeah. much gave it, but give one through four because there's no need to get into the into the nitty gritty. Keep in mind, we Darren also O'Day, lost Kane. Darren O'Day. <laughs> Darren O'Day. Well, that was what no. I was going to say. But we also just no, no, one no. thing to In note before honesty, you get going right. is that we lost Kane. We lost Adovino. So now the trust tree has some new names. So it's tough to build a trust tree with like names like obviously Darren O'Day, and we just got Justin Wilson. Guys like that, you can't really add to this. So, of the remaining names from the group, who would you put one through? Chapman. Four. I'm gonna get backlash on that. People shit on him because he has two bad moments. I saw a stat. I think it was from Talking Yanks today on Twitter. Uh, Chapman has never blown a save in the uh, on the Yankees in the postseason. It's just you know he's remembered for the Brasso and for the Altuve. Altuve is a cheating fuck. So. I'll scrap that one. And it's I think it's the shit-eating shit eating grin after it that really rubs people the wrong way. But all in all, I trust Chapman. When the game's on the line, I trust Chapman. I'd put Chad Green above Britain. I'd put Chapman, Chad Green when he's on, then Britain, and then fucking. O'Day. I guess we're not allowed to include O'Day. but I was just saying, for because we don't really know about yeah, O'Day. Yeah, I mean, outside of that. So the Yankees that are on the team currently, so you go Chapman, who else? I do Chapman, Green, then Britton. And I, I know that's a controversial one, two, three. But Let's go three, yeah. because then the next ones are Cecil, Wiseguy. Yeah, the, I mean, after that, it's going to be all guys. speculative, because it's either new Yankees or guys that haven't proven themselves. Yeah. But, you know, if I had to form a big three, those would be my big three, and I would put them in that order. I would have Chapman one, Green when he's when Green's at his best, which he is most of the time, I take Green in a high leverage spot over Britain, and... It's just it's because of the command. Britain spikes that fucking sinker in the dirt so much it makes me want to pull my hair out. Green's gonna throw fastballs and he's just gonna go at people. And they're either gonna pop it up, strike out, or hit a home run. And usually it's pop out or stri- pop up or strike out. So for that reason, I take Chad Green two. I ch- I take Britain three. Murph, what do you got? I was I was so ready to come back at you and say I completely disagree, and I would take Britain two and Chad Green three. But you actually made a pretty good point. Um, That's rare. I, I just like I, it's you know we talk about it all the time. It's like the the feeling thing when they're on the mound, and for whatever reason or at the plate, 
as we mentioned. For whatever reason, I'm a Luke test. Like, I'm a Chad Green seventh inning guy. Like, I feel like the seventh inning is his inning. Obviously, out of Vino gone, that changes things, but. I kind of like the uh, – I think obviously he's a setup, man. Obviously, they're the one, two, three. There's not really any debating of that. But I think he's the second setup, man. I Like in a perfect – say it's 2-1. Say, you know, Cole goes six innings and then throws 110 pitches and has to get pulled or something and, like, can't pitch the next inning. I'd like to see Chad Green come in in the seventh, Britton in the eighth, Chapman in the ninth. That's just, like, how I kind of – that's not what I'm asking with the trust tree, though. What I'm asking with the trust tree is regardless of close the closers or setup, I'm saying who do you feel most comfortable? Who do you trust the most? It's funny because I feel the same way as Murph, but I'm more comfortable in the seventh than the eighth. Like picture the Luke test. Like, so, it depends on, that's the thing. It depends on the innings. And me. it's not just me. I have this from experience. The last Yankee game I was at, I was sitting there in right field, hanging out, eating my fucking $90 bucket of boneless wings, and – here in comes Zach Britton walking the fucking field. And this guy and his like 10 year old son next to me said the same thing. He's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Can we figure it out? Zach Britton. I'm tired of watching him walk everybody ever. And then making me sweat every game. That's something you don't worry about with Chad Green. That's a good point, but they're, they're, they're way different pitchers. So here's the, I know this isn't answering your question, but here's the luxury of it is that, Britain and Chad Green are equally competent, where you can interchange them in the 7th and the 8th, and you can base that off the righty-lefty thing. I know we don't want Aaron Boone to worry about lefty-righty, whatever, but at a certain point with certain teams, especially in the playoffs, that matters. So if you know you can kind of interchange them, if you can set up this environment where they're interchangeable between the 7th and the 8th, then which one I trust more is completely dependent on the situation. And I think they're pretty interchangeable, which is great. Yeah, so my like like I said, my question, this isn't saying who should be the guy number one on my trust tree is not the guy who I think should be closing. I think Chapman should be closing, and I, I do like that stat that you just said, Chandler, before about him actually never blowing a save in the regular season. The peop the thing people remember the most about He's blowing a save in the regular season, blowing a save in the playoffs with the Yankees. He hasn't? No, he's never blown. If I remember correctly, this is a stat that I saw on Twitter from about? Talking Yanks. He has never blown a save with the Yankees in the playoffs. He's it, given up big like, home runs. Are those home runs not blown considered blown saves? Yeah, what do you feels mean? Like he's, it feels like he's blown six saves. That's because you, people remember. Like he's, are they not considered blown saves? They remember the Brasso home run, which was in the yeah. eighth, and they remember uh, the uh, Altuve. 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 Which That's blown a save, in my opinion. That, yeah, I, 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 that doesn't count as a blown save, but a tie game and you let lead, get him up the go-ahead run. That's... Well, he's got a sub-2 ERA, too. Oh, I, no, I know listen. reliever ERA. I know reliever, reliever ERA away. isn't everything, but if it's low, that's a good thing because one eerie thing can make it go fucking... I agree. Whatever. We're not talking about Chapman. What's right your now? trust tree? We are talking about Chapman a little bit. What's your trust tree? Right, but I don't, I don't think it's really relevant. It's like super relevant to the question, but go no, ahead. it's not because <laughs> it's I, it's a trust tree. It's it's one of three. He, Great, Ch- he fits Chapman's in a somewhere. Closer. Chapman's a closer. Great. It's not what I'm saying, you but idiot. Like, you were on you're on Google figuring out the. No, world. I'm kind of with Damon though, because like, wouldn't you theoretically want the pitcher that you trust the most to be the closer? No, yeah. but I know. I'm just asking. Trust tree is how you feel when they're out there. Like when I feel when Luke Voigt's up at the plate or used to, I didn't feel like he was going to get a hit. I'm saying feel stress. All that. I, Who, you're in a, I, I know what Luke's saying. Chapman Luke's, sweats more than any of us when he's on the mound, but he gets it done. Random well, situation. Trust tree. Who do you trust the most? I, in yeah, a but it makes me nervous. When he's sweating, I start sweating. 
I don't know. When I see him sweating, I get juiced. What's your trust tree? The more he sweats, the better I feel. Shut up, Chandler. I'm Damon's trust tree is going right now. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Damon. I have a very high trust for Chad Green. But I think it's because I've for most of the games that I've watched him pitch, he's always come out on top. And that's why I put him at number two. And I mean, I think Chapman, I think still, you know, he's our closer. I still have confident confidence in him. And as long as he's throwing a hundred miles an hour, I think he's going to be fine. Um, my opinion might change me do his role club episode, but whatever. Um, but like I I've had, you know, I, I do feel really confident with, with Chad green. I think he's had a lot of ups and downs, obviously, but for the most part, I think he can figure it out. And I do think that he is like, you know, if the seventh inning it w- makes him more comfortable, fucking throw him out in seventh inning. Like, I think what you said before, him and Britain are pretty much interchangeable, but I personally have a little bit more trust in Chad Green because people forget he was literally the only guy who could pitch a shot at inning out of our bullpen as of recently. Like, he was the heart and soul of our bullpen. And he was the only person we really trusted out of there for a majority of last season. Like, that that to me, just having that on your resume of being the top guy in the bullpen, above the, the closer, in my opinion, just being the most consistent guy out of the bullpen, having for any period of time, just having that in your, your resume or whatever you may want to call it, that right there gives me a lot more trust in him because I know he can do it. He can rise to the occasion and he can perform. So I agree with everything you said. So you're putting Green on top? I'm putting Green on top. 100%. I rarely, rarely does I'm okay with this that. happen. Rarely do I agree with Damon. Because when Chapman's on the mound, I fucking shit bricks. No, I get it. I, and my trust streak, Green's on top of mine. Britain's after him. Chapman's in third. And that's not saying I don't think Chapman should be the closer. And I wanted to, I wanted to just ask you guys the question, and this is why I feel confident with Green, is... Let me just paint a picture for you guys. And we'll go one by one here so we'll be organized like a good podcast. Eighth inning. Man on first and third. Two outs. Who do you want? Chandler. Chad Green. Murph. Who's batting? Damn it. Damn it. So serious. Mike Brousseau. Uh, <laughs> not Mike Brousseau. <laughs> Jose Altuve. Yeah. No, no, like I, I, no, it's uh, Carlos Santana, no, switch hitter. Listen, here's the Carlos thing. Santana, is, no, Jose Ramirez, switch hitter. No, Francisco Lindor. Lindor, sure. That, first it's a Subway all, Series, World Series. Both of those are really great answers, but um, I think it's so situational. I literally think both of those are great answers, but no, both this of you is guys where this is where I will. This has been like the Murphy stat episode. Not that I'm going to even list stats now, but I feel like at that point, I'm entrusting the matchup. For who you bring in, like I'm not. I just I told you it's Lindor. He's a switch hitter. That's not the question. I'm bringing. I'm bringing in Chad Green. I'm bringing in Chad Green. Long, okay. like in in general, I trust Chad Green. You want to why? Being equal, I, I'm bringing Chad Green in because there's runners on base, and when there's runners on base and Chapman's on the fucking mound, I can't handle it. I'll leave the room. I swear to God, I'll leave the room. I can't watch Chapman pitch with runners on base. Yes. I, I watched think, the entire last two innings oh, of game whatever two of the AL or the wild card last year with a blanket over my head while fucking Chapman was on the mound. Because so Ch- Chapman has the opportunity in the like wicker blanket or whatever it is, not wicker. I would pay so much money to see that. You guys are gonna hate me, but you know what the correct answer to that question would have been? 
a month Jonathan ago. Jonathan Holder. No. I that that might have been it. Out of you know. No. We're not we're not that's that, it. He we're was not talking about an anymore. escape artist. That's what he was good for. No, he was he an escape walked, artist because he put himself into so many bad situations. And I know we talked about the leverage index. We're not talking. I'm yet. just saying, if Adovino's on my list, self inflicted. He's if, not on your if, list. If we haven't traded out of the Red if we Sox this a month ago, I would have said Adovino. Okay. Well, you're not. I have something not, to throw out, which is a little off topic, but one of the reasons that I just am so confident in Chad Green and why I think he's such probably our most valuable bullpen arm is because we bring him in in all situations. You don't see Britton or Chapman in the third or fourth inning. If a starter shits the bed, i.e. Severino 2017 wildcard, who comes in? Chad Green. And Chad Green's always that guy. If if it's a high-leverage situation early in a game and you need a reliever, it's always Chad Green. And that's a really, really, really fucking good thing to have. People Murph, forget I you, you raising your no, hand, I know. And, like, giving the, me finger guns. Let's see what you. No, got. I was wait. I was waiting for you to mention it. I I kind of thought you were going to mention it, but he used to start the bullpen yeah. days when we used to do that. Opener. So he can. He's the most versatile person in the yeah. bullpen. Obviously, he's probably the only like, guy in he, our. If he if he was like a worse reliever, he would be a long reliever. If that makes any sense at all, like he'd be like Lewis long ago. relievers are like normally yeah, lo, like our long long reliever now is going to be like the. Wisegas of the world, the Cesses of the world, the Michael Kings of the world, the Nick Nelsons of the world this year, theoretically. But like he obviously could fill that role. Obviously, like you need a setup man more than you need a long reliever. So that's where he's going to fill. But like he's so versatile where it fits in a playoff game and starter goes four innings. Would I hate to see Chad Green going for two innings? Definitely not. Someone like fat- he could fill any single role. That's why. As I mentioned when we first started, he's the unsung hero. Someone fact checked me, but I feel like Chad Green might be the only guy in, in the roster who can who has pitched in every inning of the game. I love fact checking you. I, I, I would blindly follow that. I would blindly follow that too. You know, as a matter of fact, I'm stamping that, and I 100 that is fact. That's a fact. Fact checking it. I don't think I'm he's pitched. I don't think he's pitching the fourth. Season. Come talk to me mid July. I'm gonna tell you that's still a fact. If I had to pick the one only... inning that he didn't pitch in, it would be the fourth inning. I don't think he's ever touched the fourth inning. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm willing to the put my kids on that. There's like no shot he pitched in the fourth inning. Would be like the people that used to be. When has Chad Green ever pitched in the fourth versa? inning? You know what, Rella? I think I'm going to counter you here. In those dumbass seven-inning doubleheaders, I bet he got a fourth-inning oh, mm, appearance. I still don't think so, but I could see that. Like 1% of me thinks that's a possibility. No, nah, I think he had to have. Also, you never know. Early on in his career. No, because those games he started. Oh, he was a starter. He started he those games. Starter. There you go. I don't think, the, I don't think he sniffed don't they the fourth all. inning. Nobody comes up as a reliever. They become relievers. Yeah, because you couldn't handle it being a starter. So, like, yeah, maybe you can handle it if you throw you out there for a little bit. All right, here's a hot take for you. It's harder to come out of the bullpen than it is to come out to start. That's not the hot. That's not a hot take. That's just a. That's right. just a that, that literally makes sense as to why they send people to the bullpen. Well, Wait, you, you said, said it's harder said as a bullpen. Handle being a starter. Like, look at how many great starters have come out of the bullpen and shit the bed. I don't know. It's hold it. That's well, a, because that's a whole you're coming out in a clean inning versus a, a with load. Let's end this episode. You're prepared. I think that I think that's an we've talked thing to talk more about, about other random shit it. than Chad Green, it's but late. whatever. I think he's we got a lot to prove. That's all I'm gonna say. I think he's he's gonna be a huge part of his bullpen and possibly 
the heart and soul of bullpen. He, I'll he, say what what he is is he's mis- he's Mister Reliable who's not very reliable all the time. He's the he's Mister Reliable who's super streaky. When Chad Green's on, the whole bullpen is great. When Chad Green's off, the bullpen is a weakness. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I it sounds right. It sounds right to me. I, I think it's true. Let's it go might, with that. I don't have stats off the top of my head to back it up, but all the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. Pushing your pull, but you should stay